Man City lose here whilst they're not competing. Did get yellow carded very early on in the match for being a bit too eager coming out of her goal and taking out, I think it was Leah Carlton. But, uh... <laughs> Subscribe to the OTB Koyig pod on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I'm joined by Emma Byrne so to have a bit of a chat about last night. Ireland winning once again, not in the most convincing of fashion, we would probably say, Emma, but at least it's a win and we're through to the playoffs and we don't have to go through two of them. <laughs> Exactly. And do you know what? That's what we need to focus on. It was a fantastic achievement. I was a little bit worried going into the game. You know, Slovakia caused us problems in Tala. Um, and then I thought, obviously, with them being at home, they'd be even better. So I was quiet on social media until after the game. But um, it's fantastic. Brilliant, brilliant result. They're in an absolutely fantastic position. And yeah, just really, really positive yeah, vibes coming from the game maybe not the performance themselves itself but moving on one game left to play and you know it's a cup final the biggest cup final of their lives you say maybe not the performances themselves i know a lot of us maybe expected more especially out of the last two games in terms of a few more goals a bit more interplay between the team itself but how do you think where do you think this team has landed considering where we ended up at the end of the Euros qualification and to you is it as important to get those I suppose dirty wins or those more like tough hard grinding wins than it is to maybe show that we can play fast flowing beautiful football (laughs) and I mean I think we've always been a team that scrapped for points and and that's not going to change over the short haul but you know, yes, it's very, very important getting the points. It's very important to have gotten to this position, second place in this group, but was the realistic goal. We've achieved it. So fantastic, brilliant all round. But at the end of the day, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more composure on the ball, you know, show that we can control games. Um, because when we go and we play again, even in the playoffs, uh, hopefully we'll win that when we go and we play in these big tournaments yeah we will be defending that's obvious yes we will have five at the back but we were, we're gonna have to keep the ball at some stage during the games and I would have liked to have seen that in, in these last couple of games to show that we can keep the ball we can control the game at times um, and I just don't really feel like we've shown that I would agree. There was a few times last night where I was quite frustrated because we were kicking these long balls up to the likes of Heather Payne and Jessu and even Katie and Denise. And it's not necessarily the sort of balls you want up to those players. And there wasn't any need as well. Like we could have played through the midfield a bit more. I, I don't know, was the team a little bit scarred from the game against Finland where that midfield option was pretty much taken out of us because it was where Finland concentrated all their energy. But whenever it did go through and I mean that's basically where the goal came from it was Jess Zou taking the ball from midfield little interplay with Denise Sullivan off to Heather in the corner and we had a great goal I mean to be fair to Denise it was a bit of class that actually took it to get it into the net but why do you think there is still that fear because you don't Heather Payne and Jess Zou don't need long balls they need people to be able to keep up with them and play with them with the ball at their feet why do you think even against that Slovakian team we're still a bit hesitant to do that 
I just, I just think it's the the panic option. It's the easier option, and I don't think the girls are comfortable playing. You know, keeping the ball, playing through midfield. They don't seem comfortable. Whether that information is coming from from the bench or or it's the girls themselves, I'm not quite sure. But they definitely, it it was a game yesterday for them to show that a hundred percent. And, you know, we were kicking a lot of long balls. And don't get me wrong, Heather Payne is one of the best players I've seen at chasing around. And then when it she does get hold of it, she keeps it very, very well. But it's not going to work. You know, they've got a month. It's not enough time for them to work on that. But you definitely have to start in, the, in these kind of games to build that confidence within the team to play through the midfield. And when you've got players like Denise O'Sullivan and Marusha Littlejohn, not last night, but these are, these are footballers, these are ballers, they want the ball to their feet. And it's the only way that they can get involved in the game. You know, you've also got Katie, who's obviously world class. I just think... You know, you need to, it needs to come from the bench. It needs to come from training. It needs to be worked on in training, possession games. Train like Barca, run the 24 hours a day. You know, just, just get a hold of the ball and practice it because it didn't look like they were even trying to do it, to be quite honest. And, you know, if you brought a midfielder from, from from the Spanish league into our Irish team, they'd be very, very frustrated and they'd show it on the pitch that they want the ball to feed. And I'm still not seeing that from the players either. That's part of the thing that surprised me as well. I almost expected to see more frustration from the players on the pitch and it's not like they're exactly quiet players. I mean, we've all seen Katie when she gets frustrated. It's not that they were happy because I, I presume with the performance that they wouldn't have walked away entirely happy with it. Probably obviously delighted that they got the second round playoffs base but I just I wonder is that push coming internally like off the pitch because I was waiting for someone to start screaming last night and be like come on like we're better than this we can do more we can play more and it didn't seem to come from anywhere and I thought that was surprising considering the leaders we do have on that pitch yeah I mean it, it was a game to win um it was a game just to get the points so I'm sure you know when that goal went in, it was relief and it was just about keeping a clean sheet and they were successful. So I want to give them plaudits for that, you know. Um, but, but for me, even not even just keeping the ball, even the press for me, mm. I didn't really understand the press because that was another game that you could really sort out how you press. And again, that's going to be extremely important when you play against the higher teams. And, um, you know, Heather Payne was pressing on her own and the gap between her and the midfield was huge. It, you just get absolutely eaten up um, if you're playing against a really good footballing team. So, like, that was a little bit concerning for me, the press also. Um, but, you know, it was a game that they knew they were going to win the ball back when, you know, Slovakia didn't have the, the quality to keep the ball and, and to break them down. So they knew they were going to win the ball back if they sat back a little bit as well. So... You know, that it wasn't a problem last night, but against Finland as well, I wasn't impressed with the, the, the press itself. Mm. Um, that for me is the first thing. And then you can talk about possession when you win it back, but you're going to have to get that press right again when you're playing in, in the playoff. That's going to have to be absolutely perfect. Like you said there, as much as we criticise, you do also want to give plaudits to the performance and the overall fact that we have qualified. And very specifically, Jessu is a player I think we have to pick out because for me, 
I wasn't entirely sure by her performance against Finland. I wasn't entirely sure about a lot of players' performance against Finland on the night. But I thought last night I could see exactly where she had picked up her game, where the little things she had worked on. She seemed a lot more confident than she had the night before. And I don't know, was that just general nerves? being a talent and all the pressure that was put on it for you what was the standout thing from her performance um well there was a couple of us uh, footballers i'm former obviously but uh, current footballers watching the game and they were all talking about jess and how good she was and you know that's that's really nice and you nearly feel like a, a proud mammy when someone's talking about when the irish players like that that are very high standard and it showed just, I just thought her movement off the ball was exceptional. And obviously when she's on the ball, her natural skill and keeping the ball and her vision as well, like she looked like a completely different player. We were actually, myself and Nathan, when we were commentating on the, the Finland game, we were like, she's coming off. She's going to get taken off in this first half. She's out of her depth. She was getting shoved off the ball. She wasn't in good positions. She was kind of like in defensive midfield and not sure when to push up. But last night, it just looked a little bit clearer for her. She was an attacking player. She was getting the ball to feet, which, again, is a player that needs to be on the ball, ball to feet, something that we need to improve on. And when she does get that ball to her feet, you can see exactly what she does. Absolutely brilliant coming in from the right-hand side, by the way, which I think is she should definitely stay wide. Um and for me, it was her movement off the ball that, that Denise actually got the chance in the first place. She created it, passing it into Denise, and then kept her run going, which completely dragged the Slovakian defenders away from Denise and gave her all that space in the area. So actually, Jessu was, she created the goal and, and she, she, well, she created the goal as in passing and she created the goal by creating the space for Denise. So Denise can thank her for that for sure. Yeah, I think she even said herself afterwards that when she was out in the wing, she enjoyed it a lot more. And on that right side, she had a lot. Of, she said herself, she's like, I had a lot of fun. And you could see that in her play. And there were a few times where she was caught down in the corner. And I was like, there's no way she's going to get out of this. And she did. And it was just pure ability on, with a ball at her feet. And I think with the I'm move like- to the WSL now as well, that's even yeah. better. Exactly. I mean, it looked easy for her. Like people are comparing her to Kate McCabe. Yes, they should, because just that natural ability on the ball. And yeah, you're right, Kathleen, with that move to West Ham, which is going to be absolutely fundamental for her development a little bit later on in her career than maybe I would have liked to see. But it's going to be fantastic. And we spoke about that last week as well, about how crucial that is for her. Um, to be training day in, day out with professionals and high standard of players. It's going to be fantastic for us. So really exciting player to watch. Um, I think we're going to be talking a lot about her over the next few years, for sure. Definitely. And when you consider the fact she's only been in pre-season and like a short amount of training time with that squad, and already you can kind of see a little bit of a jump in the way she's performing. I think I agree with you in that we're going to be talking about her for a long time. Hopefully she can keep fit and stay away from any injuries. Um. I think like there was a lot of relief around last night and possibly that was the scars of previous tournaments coming up to bear. But do you think people should be all that surprised that we're in this position now? I mean, We keep talking, I know you and I have talked about it a couple of times that this is one of the best generations of footballers that we've had, probably the best opportunity we've had to qualify for a major tournament. And that's after following them day in, day out. Is it surprising to you that we're at this place at this time? No, it's not surprising. Um, I think we should be there. 
Um, I'm surprised we're not talking about bad luck because I feel like we have been dealt a few bad hands in the past. But this is our natural position. This is exactly where we should be. Um, I mean, the results against Sweden this campaign have kind of spoken for themselves. Such narrow a narrow defeat, 1-0 and then a 1-1 draw away. It just shows, you know, we can compete when we need to, when we have to. Um, and we should be qualifying for major tournaments now. It's just such a shame that we're always talking about never qualified. And I'm hoping we're not saying that again because, you know, it's still a very, very big game that we have to play in a month's time. And um, I think, you know, we have the players as well. We're, we're, we've got one of the best players in the world in KD. You've got also very, very excellent players playing around her like Denise. Um, and then other players like Jessu, Nifahi, that probably don't get spoken about enough. Um, so, yeah. We should be here. We should be qualifying. It's not a surprise at all. Um, and, you know, I just really, really hope that we can, we have the confidence and we have the game plan and we're organised enough when we do go into the playoff to, to, to get that win. And, and then we can really talk about how football is going to develop in Ireland. Well, you mentioned the playoffs there. How optimistic are you that we will... I mean, it's kind of out of our hands in the sense that we need someone to do us a favour with the final three. But how optimistic are you that we ourselves can actually get a win and put ourselves in the best place possible to progress now and not have to wait for the Intercontinental Tournament in the new year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's so it's such a strange format, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I wasn't celebrating when we when we beat Finland because I was like, I know we've got a playoff, but it's like another tournament unless we beat Slovakia. Do you know? It was like it's just too much. And even now, we've done everything we we could in coming second, top three, second place in the tournament, and we still need a favor. We still need Switzerland and Iceland to drop somebody to, to, to beat them um, for us to go through. It doesn't, it's just very strange. But anyway, it can happen. If you look at that group um, that, that are in the, the initial playoffs, I think we're very, very similar standard. Everybody in, in, it's just such a hard one to call. You know, if you look at the teams we've played recently or in the last few years, the, the Portugal's, Iceland, Wales, all in that group, Belgium, um and very narrow wins and losses, 1-0 here. We beat Portugal 3-0. That was our biggest uh, win in that group. Hmm. It's extremely difficult to call. And yes, people can take um, take on Iceland and Austria. So I do feel hopeful. Um, and yeah, we do need a bit of luck. And we need. it's about time we had a bit of good luck, isn't it? Like It really that. is. I yeah. mean, you know, Karen Duggan, me and her have been talking about this for months and months now of just like asking anyone who supports this team or anyone who supports Ireland in any code. It doesn't even matter if it's football or not to just whatever gods you pray to just get us over the line because we deserve it. It's been long enough. And I think as well, like you said, this team has proven that they are good enough and they just need that little bit of luck just to kind of push them over that line. Yeah, I mean, it's already a bit of bad luck that they've changed the format. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we would have been talking about, you know, going to New Zealand or Australia already, coming mm. uh, I open the group. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you know what? We need to be positive. I think we need to start talking positively about the girls, about the team. 
because they can do it. They just need that bit of confidence and they need to switch the mindset. You know, we speak, we've spoken about them holding the ball, keeping the ball. They know, they know, I've speaking, spoken to the girls. They know they have to do that. You know, they want to be able to do that. They play at high level, club level, um, and they know they have to do it. So it's just a case of going into that mindset and being brave on the day and having options. You know, you can't just, we're not, we've spoken about midfield, you know, keeping the ball and getting on the ball. Midfield need other players. They need the defence to give them options. Midfield, they need defence to give them angles. And, you know, we can talk about the defence as well, not getting on the ball. So it's a, it's a team thing. Everyone needs to be confident. Everyone needs to be looking for the ball, no one hiding. And that's the only way you're going to get through this playoffs. Mm. You talk there about the way we can qualify and the fact that they have changed the qualification process and just looking at the results last night, I think there was one fifteen nil, two ten nil, two eight nil, one seven nil, you know, not the sort of score lines you want to be seeing and it's something that people have talked about for quite a long time. and Vera Powell it's quite against changing things the way they are, but I've seen a lot of people calling for a Nations League style tournament for these qualifiers. Is that something that you think would benefit Ireland in the long term? Or would you be of the Virapau school of thought that we might get stuck in maybe a lower tier and not be able to progress in a way that we would like? Um, I mean, I don't think it's good for the game. So I would personally, I'd like to see it change a little bit. Um, I'd like to see it reversed instead of coming second and finishing one of the best runners up and then having to go and play a tournament. I'd rather see that before the, the, you get to the, the group stages, to be quite honest. Um, and yeah, we might get stuck in that lower level, but only it would only be once because, you know, we're, we're way, way better. It just so happens that we haven't qualified for a tournament um, but, you know, we, we could prove that we're way better than that and then, and then play those games and get those out of the way and go into the higher level because you don't want to see 10, 12, 15 nil. You don't want to see it in the Premier. You don't want to see it in the men's. You don't want to see it in the women's. You don't want to see it. And um, the only way you're going to, uh, you know, stop those kind of results is if you play that pre-tournament qualifier to get into the actual group stage. And to move it slightly away from Ireland, just for one of our final questions, obviously WSL starting this weekend, transfer window closes today. Kira Walsh, it was announced last night, is on the very cusp of signing a world record fee with Barcelona. I mean, such a scoop for them to get her, if they can manage it, especially with a year left on her contract. Barcelona's recruiting this summer has been interesting. They've brought in some, the Lucy Bronze of the world, some really top players kind of different to how they've built in the past how do you think Kira Walsh is going to fit into that squad I mean she's an exceptional player so you would imagine quite smoothly and but what from your perspective as someone who's followed Barcelona for quite a long time yeah it's interesting isn't it um you know the table has flipped completely Every, people wanted to come to Man City and now everyone wants to go to, to Barca um, I mean Barca why wouldn't you want to go there let's be honest the city itself is just a, a major pull um, it is interesting how they're recruiting I think um, that uh, Gerale, Jonathan Gerale the, the manager of, of Barca has realised that you know they might have been slipping a little bit and for him to, to compete against the likes of Leon, who they struggled in the last in last year's 
Champions League final. For them to compete, they're going to have to get a different type of player in, as good as the Spanish players it, players are. They do need a little bit of variety. And obviously with Lucy Bronze, um, they needed a right back. They needed that player. And Lucy was on the market. So it's a very good signing for them. But I've been singing Kira Walsh's praises for a long time. And just a fantastic player. Absolutely brilliant. Hold midfielder. Great playmaker. Um, it's going to be interesting because she's going to have to defend a lot at Barca. That, that role, that holding midfield player's role at Barca actually does a lot of defensive work. And it's something that we might not see Kira do that much or she's done that much. So I'm, I'm interested to see how she, she picks up that role. But again, you're talking about a team that beat other teams 7, 8, 9, 10, nil, and maybe have four competitive games in the season. Um, I don't think she'll need to worry too much, to be honest. No, I don't think so. And while I am sad that she is leaving the WSL, the new Jason deal means that I'll still be able to watch her playing over in Spain, which is great for all of us, even the likes of Caroline Weir. What a fantastic thing for La Liga, by the way. Mm-hmm. They, they really messed up in the last couple of years fighting about rights for, for you know, the, the women's football's uh, TV rights. And in the end, nobody was shown it. And it's such a shame because coming off the back of France, you know, they had such a good tournament and it was massive interest. And then for two years, couldn't watch it properly. So it's great. It's great to see. It is. And thank you, Emma. Hopefully we will be chatting about the World Cup in a year's time and we won't be reflecting on any of these games where we nearly, nearly didn't do it. But (laughs) thank you. Please. Thanks, Kathleen. Take care. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.